Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Thanks for joining us. A pleasure to have you with us. My next guest is Eric Kalis from Square Two Marketing in Warrington, Pennsylvania. And we're going to talk about unlocking the power of inbound marketing. Eric, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Eric, it's a great pleasure to have you on the show. I'm, uh, it's a topic that we talk about a lot. Marketing, and especially inbound marketing, is, is something our listeners need to hear about. Tell us about you and your background in uh, Square 2 Marketing. Sure. Um, I'm uh, not a uh, professional speaker, coach, advisor. I'm just an entrepreneur. But along the way, the eight or nine businesses that I created always were pretty fast-growing, and I was able to accomplish that through some nifty marketing. And over time, more and more people ask us for advice on how to market their businesses. So my partner, Mike Lieberman, and I founded Square Two Marketing about 13 years ago with a goal to help business owners build a scalable and replicable marketing machine, uh, basically not having them worry anymore about where their next lead is going to come from. And through Square Two Marketing, we've been helping entrepreneurs that are uh, interested in, in bolting on a, uh, uh, a powerful uh, marketing component to their already successful business. That's, that's, I'm sure, fascinating for a lot of listeners, but they may not be aware of the term inbound marketing. I'm, uh, they, they may not. What is inbound marketing? Sure. So inbound marketing is one of the hottest uh, uh, areas of marketing these days. Why? Two reasons. One is buyer behavior has changed so dramatically. All those old school uh, tactics we used to use to drive our businesses just aren't getting the results like they used to because people have changed their behavior. Everybody's on the do not call list for telemarketing. People have spam filters on their email. We record shows on our DVR, and then we speed through the commercials. All of that uh, 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 interrupted advertising just ain't cutting it anymore. So inbound marketing helps businesses migrate their marketing spend, not more, but just change the way they spend money on marketing to match up with buyer behavior. These days, people are looking for referrals and recommendations from either a friend, a family member, a coworker, or a colleague. And if they can't get a good recommendation, well, they start Googling uh, you know, things on the uh, Internet to, to find what they're looking for. So by switching from old-school advertising to new-school inbound marketing, we're basically helping people migrate their um, activities to right where people are looking for them. And inbound marketing simply, as the second point, is just getting people to call you so you don't have to advertise out to them. And I'll give you a simple example of inbound marketing, if that's okay. Yeah, that's I have a great. client that sells. Oh, thank you. I have a client that sells the most unsexy product in the entire universe. They sell safety products: boots, gloves, protective eyewear, hard hats, you know, stuff like that. And when the dad started the business about 20 years ago, he was all about how much stuff can I sell people. And when the daughter took over about oh four or five years ago, we started to have these conversations about why should I buy from you and not somebody else. And she explained how she was very passionate about trying to get everybody home safe each night from all the manufacturing facilities and distribution centers that they sell to. And that was her mission. Okay, now we have a big story. 
Well, with that big story, we started to let it cascade down into the content. We have a great website about getting people home safely and a great safety blog, tons of safety training videos. They'll even fly a guy out to your place to give you a free safety audit to help you get everybody home safe each night. Okay, now we have a good story and a lot of content. But the third step, which is really important, is to now get that great story in front of the right people. Where are all those plant managers and facilities guys and operations managers hanging out? And by hanging out, I mean either offline or online. Online, they're in LinkedIn user groups, they're reading blogs. Offline, they're reading magazines, they're going to conferences. And our job is to put this fabulous story in front of the right people. And at the end of the day, what happens is you make a big emotional connection with the buyer, meaning who would you rather buy from, someone who wants to sell you something or someone who wants to help your people get home safe each night? And with those three steps, strategy or the story you tell, foundation or all the content that you create, and outreach, getting in front of the right people, that's a very high-level look at how inbound marketing works. That's very succinct and it makes a lot of sense, and I, I don't think there's anybody that would dispute that you have to build that relationship. It sounds like it's a lot different from just that that features and benefits kind of marketing that people might be used to. It's really true. I mean, the power is now shifted to the buyer. I can go on the web right now and find out everything about a company, see what their customers are saying. I can even see what their employees are saying at Glassdoor.com, and I can have a very good picture of whether or not I want to do business with this company well before I ever reach out to them and talk to a salesperson. So understanding that, we really have to get our story right and our content out there because people have the power to look for what they're looking for. And you know, before, we used to have the power of the business because we, people would only know what they read in our brochures or what our salespeople told them. But now the power has switched. So do in in this type of marketing, um, you got my wheels turning here. So I'm <laughs> digging for questions. Now, in, in this type of marketing, uh, what are the building blocks of, of getting the – I understand about the story, getting the story together. What are the building blocks of getting out to – to the customers and building that relationship with them so they come back to you? Yeah, it's actually a great question. So what we have to do is have a remarkable story. And by remarkable, I mean something interesting enough that someone would want to tell their buddy. And as people start talking about you because you do things in a different way, naturally they go to your website. In fact, Google tells us that 9 out of 10 people will check out your website as their first move to investigate your company. Now what we don't want is just a whole bunch of people coming to our website. What we do want is a whole bunch of people coming to our website and some of them converting. And by converting, I simply mean is that they're giving us their contact information in exchange for some wonderful piece of content that we can give them to help them on their buying journey. That conversion is critical because once we get them in our database, once they give us permission to market to them, now we can start building a case why our company is the obvious choice to do business with. Now, typically in a B2B scenario, you're going to have a relatively long sales cycle, whether it's from a week to a year. And while business owners hate that, marketers love it because we have, let's say, six months to build a case by dripping on the prospective client why we're the obvious choice to do business with. And when that buying decision does come up, we hope that we're positioned as the number one choice. But if we don't get that conversion, if we, people don't give us permission to start speaking with them, if they don't give us their email address so we can start to push out blogs and send them infographics and videos and invite them to webinars, we won't have an opportunity to build our case. So this is not a necessarily a one piece of paper marketing plan. This is like a whole uh, a whole chalkboard worth of business plan, maybe a couple chalkboards, because you have a lot of 
points you have to think about up front of how you're going to contact and how you're going to message, when the frequency is going to be, what's going to happen if, as a result of that. A lot of work goes into these plans. That's true. I mean, everybody's on their own buying journey, but typically the buying journey can be broken into three steps. The top of the funnel, the middle of the funnel, and the bottom of the funnel. In the top of the funnel, you're building awareness. People are weighing choices. In the middle of the funnel, they've kind of decided for a couple of firms who they want to work with. And at the bottom of the funnel, they've decided they want to work with you, but they need validation, like case studies and testimonials, success stories, rave reviews, and things like that. The secret is to map out the buyer's journey and then give them the right piece of content at the right stage of the buying journey to support that uh, sale. That's fantastic. Very clear, very succinct, and I, I'm sure our listeners appreciate that. So what is your mission at Square Two Marketing? Well, our mission is a little bit highfalutin. Our team wants to generate one million leads on behalf of our clients. And over the past 13 years, we've done a good job. We're up to about 363,000 leads generated on behalf of our clients so far. But we still, certainly have a long way to go. But the reason we've set that as our mission is because while business owners want a great logo and they want a great tagline, at the end of the day, they really need leads to take their business to the next level. So by focusing our mission on developing a, a robust basket of leads for each one of our clients, it really aligns with what business owners need today. So one of the things that uh, I've heard from you is that there's uh, some important critical processes and systems, and one of those is something called HubSpot. What is HubSpot? Oh, it's actually a great question. Um, uh, the way I usually describe HubSpot is that, uh, you know, when you get QuickBooks, that manages your finances. But HubSpot is a tool, a software tool, that helps manage your marketing. And picture a, uh, a CRM and um, um, uh, comprehensive package of modules that can help you manage everything from cradle to grave. For example, when someone does convert on your website, gives you their contact information in exchange for some kind of content, immediately it goes into a database, and automatically that database can be programmed to start nurturing that lead, dripping out certain emails or blog posts or invitations over the course of that buying journey. And, of course, it's recording all the activity uh, by the prospective client, so you can start to get an idea or the business intelligence of what they're interested in or not. When they convert and become a client, now we can move them into the CRM portion and manage it just like Salesforce.com would. But what this simply is is the technology backbone to running an inbound marketing program. Very few companies have really embraced uh, this uh, marketing automation software, which is the category that HubSpot is in, but it's a fascinating and revolutionary way to view your marketing. It cuts down on expenses, it gives you information in real time, and it guides people through the story you want them to hear from the first time they hear about your company until they send you over the purchase order. So it sounds like to me that it is what it sounds like, a hub for all of the different tools and techniques because there there will be different applications that you'll be using uh, and you need some central place for everything to work from. Is that sum it up? Absolutely. With one login, you can manage your search engine optimization, do an email campaign, uh, uh, change the content on your website, push out things to your social media, get statistics and reporting so you can see what's working and not, all for one easy monthly subscription. So we're big fans of HubSpot, and in all transparency, our firm is HubSpot's number one partner, which is why I'm so fanatical about this software. Well, it sounds like it works for you, for what you're doing. For It sounds like an integral part of uh, of the whole process, uh, if you will. So if you were to give our uh, listeners out there some tips, ideas, or precautions, Eric, what would they be? 
Well, I think the first one is that understanding the people that are listening to your show, which, by the way, is just fabulous. I really enjoy the content. Um, you know, most of them are in their 50s and are thinking about that next step. One of the things, should you decide to exit your company, in order to maximize value, is to show the buyer of a company that you have a replicable and scalable marketing program, so that without the relationships of the owner, you're constantly generating leads to keep your company growing to the next level. We found that the clients that we help that install an inbound marketing program and really uh, fine-tune it so that it's humming along, generating several leads a day or hour or week, whatever the, uh, the level is, really provides, A, value to the company, but also comfort to the buyer that the business isn't solely um, dependent upon the relationships of the owner. So I think for your crowd, it's really something very interesting to talk about because um, as they think about what is my next step or the exit of my company, having a marketing program that runs without, uh, you know, that runs independently is an incredible uh, thing to talk about in a negotiation. I would also think that the biggest takeaway that um, can come from working uh, with, with the kind of inbound marketing that we're talking about today is really nailing the story. Even though the inbound marketing program has strategy, foundation, and outreach like we talked about earlier, the secret sauce is really in the story. And very few business owners take the time to really you know, uncover who their perfect client is and what pains and problems do they have and how can your company solve those problems in a remarkable way. That uh, conversation really aids the company in differentiating themselves from everybody else. And, you know, most business owners, they want to jump right into the tactics. Let's build a website. Let's do some email marketing. Let's put up a blog. But really, if they would just take the time to work with their management teams about the story, everything else would become so much easier. That's a good point because if they don't make that initial connection, uh, and especially in a, in a different, uh, meaningful way, then all the rest of it's just going to be a, a bunch of software, right? A bunch of processes well, and systems. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, if you're looking at three companies, deciding amongst the three which one to hire, and they all look exactly the same, which one do you hire? The cheapest one. And, you know, we always want to be the premium product or the premium service at a premium price. So being a commodity or just one of many is certainly not the way to make a lot of money. Yeah, it makes a, a ton of sense. And uh, when you're looking for a new potential client, what is what what are you looking for? What's in your sweet spot? What What type of clients are you looking for? Well, I mean, the clients for us, first of all, have to be progressive because, you know, you're working with uh, small and medium-sized businesses. And I mean, typically our clients are doing under $250 million in sales. Well, those people, you know, have grown a business or their, their, their family member started it and they've taken over. And there's some legacy thinking there as well. So they have to be progressive in the sense that there must be a better way to market my company, you know, in 2015. That's number one. Number two... We're not looking for companies that are uh, not interested in being bold, by being remarkable, by saying something different than the competition. If you're looking to just have average growth or, or, or tread water, then you can look like everybody else. For those business owners, though, that really want to go from 10 to $20 million in sales, you know, everything they've been doing to date has gotten to, them to a certain level. In order to get to that next revenue level, they really have to try something different. They really have to be remarkable. They've got to break through. And as humans, when we try new stuff, it makes us uncomfortable, so we understand. But for someone who's willing to take that little leap of faith to, to, to try a new story about their business, man, they can kill it. And, you know, do a lot of people let – me, let me ask you a question. I've heard this before. I actually used this earlier in the show today. Do a lot of people miss it when it comes to messaging? They're, they're, they're shouting out, we do A, B, and C, when in fact they should possibly be saying, we do D, E, and F. 
um, as an uh, example? Not quite. What, um, let me ask you something, Bill. You have kids? I do, yes. How many kids you got? I have two. Oh, that's so nice. And if I ask you about your kids, you could talk about them all day, can't you? Of course. Of course. Second I start talking about my kids, you're polite for a minute or two, and then you kind of zone out because it's not about you anymore. Now it's about me. The biggest problem with marketing is that people talk about themselves. They talk about their 50,000-square-foot facility or the fact that they're family-owned and operated or they've been around 23 years. And that's important. Don't get me wrong, but that's validation. What people really care about is themselves. How can you solve my problem? How can you make this pain go away? When you flip-flop that conversation from being about yourself to being about your prospective or current clients, all of a sudden you get an immediate lift in your marketing results because people are like, hey, these guys really understand me. Let me start a conversation with them. And I think that's one of the biggest hurdles that uh, marketers have to get over. Because you've seen it a million times, the website with the 50 delivery vans and the entire staff waving on the homepage. That's nice. But really, how can I get my order delivered on time is really what I care about. Mm-hmm. Good point. Okay, so, so it is a, a bit about instead of talking about what you do and how you do it, uh, about how you solve that problem for your customer, your target. Exactly right. And uh, the big story builds in that emotion about why you, why it is that you do what you do. Uh, but again, you're focusing on, you know, we realized there was a pain point that wasn't being addressed, and so that's so it's it's a, for the. You have to imagine. It sounds like that the the buyer has uh, is thinking, I've got a. That's my problem. That's my pain. I need to talk with these guys. Is that right? Well, let me give you a simple example. Okay. Let's go back to our example earlier about Arbil, the safety products company that I referred to. When we first met them, on their website's homepage, it had a big banner that said, take 10% off your hard hats today only. If you go to the Arbil website today, you know what you find? A ticker. And the ticker says something like, you know, 492,963 people went home safe last night. And, of course, it's continuously moving. Well, when you go to that website, you're like, wow, these people are serious about safety. Let me find out more. So just by flip-flopping that conversation to be about, hey, we know that you're worried about your people going home safe every night, immediately that connection is made, all for the switching of messaging on a homepage on a website. Fascinating. Just really, really fascinating stuff. Eric, uh, our time is up, but tell us a little bit about how we can, our listeners can get in touch with you and uh, Square2 Marketing. Everything you need is at square2marketing.com. That's square, the number two, marketing.com. There's tons and tons of free resources there that you can give us, uh, your email address, of course, and get access to that. But you should uh, follow us on all of our social media. We have a fabulous blog, and every single day we're pushing out more information on how to help people think differently about their marketing and make a few extra bucks and, hey, even go home at 5 o'clock. (laughs) You've been uh, tremendously helpful for our listeners. I really appreciate that. You gave us a lot of tips. I took a ton of notes. And I hope you'll come back again um, and talk with us about some more details uh, about how people can turn their marketing inward uh, for inbound marketing. Eric Kalis, thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Goodbye, everybody. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this, so please stay with us. Business owners, if you came back from lunch and there was a resignation letter on your desk, Which employee would you really, really not want it to be from? What are you doing to prevent this from happening? At Exit and Retirement Strategies, we design plans that attract, motivate, and retain key employees. For a free consultation, call Bill Black 
The Exit Coach at 866-370-3774. Call today. Does thinking about what will happen to your business if you're gone keep you awake at night? Will you get the price you need from your business to carry you through retirement? The BEI Network of Exit Planning Professionals is the world's leading advisor network with the power to help business owners transition out of business on their own timeline and terms. Ask your most trusted advisor to create a BEI plan for you or visit us at ExitPlanning.com. That's ExitPlanning.com. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 